1: Hi, this is Rahul Radio. Today is May 25th, 2021. The time is about 11.30 am. Reading PC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this, the podcast radio and other media, you can check out timings uh, at rnloggroup.com. For those people who are here, please raise your hand and you'll be announced with your, uh, with your name to ask the question. Naresh? Hi, uh, this is
2: uh, Naresh. Uh,
3: actually, yes, I ma'am. have a question. Uh, I am on H1B visa and uh, mm-hmm. uh, last week uh, when I'm traveling um, on a class that uh, I am a um, father to an US citizen minor. So mm-hmm. I was stopped in Chicago and uh, they have stopped me and due to uh, some uh, uh, unfortunate situation, I was, my visa was canceled, my H1B visa and they gave me um, 2126C and a 7A. Um, so because uh, they saw irregularities in my resume, uh, in 2015, uh, I have a sample resume which I sent to my employer. Uh, it, de- it does have uh, um, two projects which I didn't work. Um, I told them uh, I haven't worked with those projects. Those are the sample resumes I sent to my employer, but to my employer I didn't accept that one and I have never used those resumes anywhere. So I have told them that, um, but uh, you know, uh, they didn't believe that. Um, so they gave me uh, 212-6C and 7E, uh, and they canceled the uh, H-1B visa, and uh, they uh, gave me uh, suspension for five years. Um, so um, I was known that I can apply for a visa waiver because my wife is on H-1B visa right now in USA, and my child is on uh, a U.S. citizen who is two year old. So um, may I know what are the options can I apply for a visa waiver? Uh, first is
1: that I need to look into, there is a sheet that they give it to you in the airport. Yeah. Yes. I need to look into that sheet to see what are all in the things that you have made a statements about. They will ask the questions and you might have answered. I need to look into those things and then look into the eligibility to see if you are eligible for the waiver and if so, can you can you can you can you now if you're eligible for the waiver i need to look into that sheet it's better that you consult a lawyer um, but at this point of time our office is very very busy if you drop an email we can recommend to we, we can recommend some lawyers who are good in waivers okay okay so uh, do you want the, but either way um, that that lawyer mm-hmm. need to see the sheet okay. your statements are not good enough
3: okay so uh, do you want me an email with all the information or just an email? No, asks, just uh, I, just
1: email because I'm. we're not going to take up your case right now because we're very busy. Okay. I would definitely recommend you drop an email at info at rnlogroup.com. Uh, will provide that email and then we'll recommend you to another law firm. Okay. Next okay. person. Just a, okay. just a question. Uh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Just a <laughs> next, question. next, so, next, next person, please. L- l- why don't you speak with that lawyer that I recommend? Okay. Sorry about Thank that. Sure. Thanks.
4: Joshna? Uh, hi. Uh, th- I'm, I'm uh, Praveen. My daughter's name is Joshna, Sorry, uh, Rahul, I have a quick question. My daughter's H four was denied because of uh, she did not act, she did not appear for the biometrics appointment last year. But we never received any letter. We filed as an H four as a supplement along with my spouse, and she got the biometrics and everything went well. And finally, we got everything sorted out. But again, like this same thing is happening now. I filed the I-485 application in October, along with my family members, and uh, I received myself and my wife received the biometrics appointment. But whereas my daughter, again, like she never received any biometrics appointment. We don't know what to do now. Is there any in the
1: 485 in the 485 application? Your daughter is not supposed to receive the 485 uh, uh, biometrics, though. You didn't pay
4: oh, she, it for it. Oh, but like she, but when I contacted their uh, support, U.S. customers, uh, USC's customer support, they are saying- uh, How old is she? She's nine years old.
1: Only above 14 people will be allowed to do biometrics and four eight five fabrication. Thanks to Trump, he made everybody to do biometrics for H4. And thanks to us, we got it canceled. But when the biometrics, if you are if you are not above 14, she only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars as a filing fees. That didn't include the biometrics. She is not supposed to get biometrics in four hundred and eighty-five application.
4: Okay, thank you so much, uh, Rahul. Okay then. Ram Nagesh,
5: hi. Thanks, Rahul. Um, quick question. So I filed my four hundred and eighty-five last October, and uh, is it safe to accept a new offer uh, where the company attorney says they cannot Did- provide a four hundred and eighty-five J? Oh, no, nope. uh, okay.
1: not good, not good at all, no. Meaning what
5: why can't they're, they provide... saying they're saying we won't provide proactively while joining, but if there is RFE, they will provide at that time. Is it okay, safe to join? or?
1: The... Um, I don't know, that's up to you to take a gamble there, though. Okay. I, I don't see yeah. why they can't do it proactively, though. I don't know what's their problem. Can you check with them? Can I hire my own lo- my own lawyer to do it? instead of you proactively doing it, you just need to sign it?
5: Yeah, I think there's uh, it's a big company and they will go with the big law firm and they won't, uh, they'll go okay. by what the lawyer says. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you though. It's up to you. Okay. But will there be a direct denial if we change job and we... I have, submit I, have
1: seen, I have seen RFPs and I've seen direct denials. If you would ask me how many direct percentage of denials we have seen. I would say it's about 30% that I've seen direct denials. Now, we were able to get them back. We got them approved later on, though. But we have to go through hell to to get that thing back. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay. Next person,
6: please. Pooja? Hi, Rahul. This is Pooja. I'm a PT. Uh, My question Mm -hmm. is, my priority date is uh, 2015, March. My current employer has uh, filed my EB-2 uh, with prevailing wage determination active until August. I requested them to also file my EB-3. My question is, can the same prevailing wage with the same position and same uh, job offer have EB-2 and EB-3 simultaneously? (sighs) The position says PT slash rehab director.
1: I I, know, I know, I know. You drop an email to me. I'm not prepared for this answer for this. Because okay. it's different for Schedule A people. So I don't want to answer it. Drop an email to me at info at Okay. Okay. Let me answer okay. that because Emily Emily knows much better in this one. I will sp- okay, speak with her then. and respond. Respond to her. Um will do. but if if um if you can, I would like you mm-hmm. to file the EB3 also. If you cannot, yes. okay. If you cannot, I want you to file a prevailing wage for EB three.
6: My old employer is also willing to file my um, four eight five if in this October. So I have. that But back the old employer,
1: well. old old employer is EB three or EB two.
6: Old employer is EB three. Current employer is EB two.
1: EB two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense, though. Um, yeah. L- let me answer that. You drop an email. I will if you can you should go for EB3 also. If you cannot, okay. you can either file one more prevailing wage, it doesn't cost any money to pro- file the prevailing wage. But I'll answer Sorry. you if you drop an email to me, okay? Will
7: do, thank you.
1: Thank you then. next person please.
7: Uh Hi, uh, Rahul sir. My name is Murali, and uh, actually I have some, two questions regarding, uh, one is visiting visa. The question is, I applied for an extension for my mom when she was here during COVID time. And then um, as of now, the status still shows like, you know, just uh, received and uh, we got the receipt and uh, she already left the country long time back. And uh, um, I don't know what to do on that case. So, and we didn't receive any biometrics or anything.
3: You
1: can withdraw the application because they didn't attend the biometrics. They'll get a denial of the B2 instead of getting the denial, go ahead and withdraw the application.
7: We didn't get any biometrics uh, request that.
1: I know you did not, but you will get it in future date. And they cannot attend the biometrics. Though, so the, four, uh, the 5539 will be denied. Instead of getting a denial, have them withdraw it.
7: Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, do I need to consult any lawyer for that? Just, um, no, I, just I... write
1: a letter. By, you don't need a lawyer for withdrawing. By this letter, I'm withdrawing, but they need to sign it, not you oh okay and the okay. copy of the signature scanned copy of the letter will be fine you don't have to have the original letter from in, uh, from there okay
7: okay cool the second question is my employer because i am watching your videos a lot like almost i'm spending every day two hours on your uh, videos and second question is like my employer is uh, uh, finally accepted to downgrade to uh, eb3 but my mm. date is uh, 2015 uh, 2015 uh, like uh, october so he accepted to downgrade, and um, you are suggesting to go with the downgrade now itself if your employer is right. So
6: I
1: I would if, if I would favor you because by downgrading you are not canceling the EB-2; it still is active.
7: Okay. You see my he's point?
1: That,
7: yeah, he's saying that you know you you are responsible for any consequences if anything happens. I'm not responsible, but I'm 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 okay with downgrading for you. That's what he said. So, which okay, I don't understand fine. is what are the consequences that I have face? I don't know. Are you, are, you, are you still working for the company? Yeah, I'm still with the same company for the last 10 years. I don't know. For some
1: reason, some of the lawyers have put some YouTubes that are completely deceiving, though. Um, no, he saying contacted
7: that. Bhutti, and that's what he's saying, that they contact a lot of liars. That's how they got the wrong information. And I said that, no, I didn't see that information. Uh,
1: look, at the, look at the people. How many people got their ed 3 um EB3 I140 denied. Um 98% success rate. There are one or two cases that got denied for the ability to pay. But if you're working for the same company, I don't see any chances.
7: Well, you take the responsibility. Nothing wrong with it. Go ahead with it. Okay. 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 Thank you, Rahul. Like, um, yeah, I am I'm, I'm coming to you, Hoping for my application. Thank
1: you. Yeah, drop an email at info at Group and then we'll provide the information. If you want us to do the 485 and I-140. I-140, we will charge you the entire money right now because we're going to file it right now. I-485, we only charge you in advance right now. The rest of the amount will file, will charge you, hopefully so, in September. Okay, cool.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Shubra. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm Shubra. Uh, my husband's uh, six years has maxed out and he's on his seventh year's extension. And mm-hmm. his perm has been pending for more than 365 days now. Uh, it has gone in audit and we are waiting for the approval. So, uh, uh, so according to AC 21, does that make yes. me eligible to file EAD?
1: Yes, you are eligible for EAD. Yes, you're right.
2: Okay. Another question is that since, uh, the H4 petition for the seventh year is already uh, gone, uh, we haven't filed the EAD with the uh, petition. So, uh, can I file it separately on my own?
1: You can. Okay so
2: what doc, uh, what document would i need to uh, for h4 ead
1: because Other i just the have the ri- re- i'm not going to give you the entire document list right now to you but you just need to provide the labor certification filing information that it's been pending it's not just the labor certification is pending though when is your husband getting into seventh year
2: he went in uh, seventh year from march of this year
1: yeah okay then then you definitely are eligible for the ead you need to provide the evidence of the labor certification and that the husband has been gone into seventh year by providing all the H-1B approvals. Okay, so who will uh,
2: who will file it? Should I find an attorney to do that or should I do it on my
1: own? It's up to you. If you want us, you can drop an email to info at rnloggroup.com. You can go with the employer's uh, lawyer also or you can do it by yourself too. This is your own personal case. Like a lot of things like I-140s cannot be done by outside lawyers, but this EAD can be done by anybody.
2: Okay, but uh, based on receipt, can I just file? Because I just have the 7th year receipt. I don't have any other uh, document.
1: You have a 7th year receipt for you, but approval for your husband is right. Yeah, absolutely. No he,
2: he, no, he hasn't received his 7th year approval. We are still waiting for the approval.
1: You That's can still, still file it. Now. You can still file it.
2: Based on the receipt?
1: That's right. Now. You can still file it.
8: Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Next person,
8: please. Lakshmi. Yeah. Uh, This is Lakshmi. I work with a company called Quest Diagnostics, and uh, we applied for our uh, AOS uh, in October, October 29th of 2020. We got our uh, fingerprinting done, still waiting on EAD and uh, uh, AP. We expedited uh, the premium processing for 140. Right now we have a family emergency and my husband had to travel to India. Uh, He has a H-1B as well, and I am still on my H-1B. So if, meanwhile, if the AP uh, gets approved, the uh, 765 gets approved, can he travel back on the AP or uh, he has to come back on the H-1B stamping only? So uh, my father-in-law passed away. So. You're
1: um, sorry to hear about that. What about, do you have children who are born here?
8: Yeah, we have two US citizen kids.
1: Technically speaking about, the advance parole is not valid if it Mm has been approved after he left the country, though. Mm -hmm. But if you ask me the question, though, for the people who have traveled on the advance parole that was approved after they traveled, have I seen any problem at the airport CBP or at the time when they're coming in? Let me answer you the question. No, I have not seen any problem for them.
8: Okay, so if the AP gets approved, he can. Like, if I send him the I did card, not. He can...
1: I did. I did not say to you what whether he can legally do or not. I just said to you that I have not. Technically, it's a wrong thing, but I have never seen anybody getting into trouble.
8: Okay, like, uh, so what happens to his Avoice application? Right, the four eighty five. AOS
1: application is 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 going to continue as it is.
8: Okay. So the green card, if we get the green card, we our priority date is October 2012 and we did the downgrade for ev 3 So since I've did, done the premium, uh, we'll be getting it soon in a week or two um, and probably the next bulletin, uh, I'm expecting August or September Yeah, I got, I got the point. I got the point. I got the point. Yeah. Let's hope uh, so. So I, I
1: have never seen anybody getting into trouble with advanced growth, even though legally it's not allowed. I have never mm-hmm. seen anybody getting into trouble. Yeah. Next yes. person, we, please. Sorry. One
8: one more question. So if we get the GC, he can come on the GC too, right? Because our priority date is pretty you close. Say.
1: That's right. Okay. If he gets okay. the GC.
8: Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you. appreciate it.
9: Muruli?
10: Hey, Rahul. It's glad talking to you. Uh, I want to ask one question about my I-140. I have my EB2 I-140, I-140 approved with the priority date of uh, March 2015, mm-hmm. Now I would like to go ahead with the downgrade process, I did discuss with my employer, they are okay
1: to move on. Good I employer. I like, I like your employer.
10: Uh, and, and you know, they did send, I did send an email and I have got a response from them. So currently I have my case at a stage where my birth certificates, affidavits, everything has been reviewed. And with the good you law know, firm, and I would like to move that case to from I was What's a need? Cousin, What's so, in What's on here? What's on everything company? is going
1: smoothly. No need. So, yeah. They are
10: good. They didn't go. They are good. They are very good, but it didn't go well recently
1: with the rush of publication. My cousin had a bad oh. experience,
10: so I would like
1: to okay. move. Okay. Um, so let me understand though. Who is filing your I-140? They are going to file your I-140.
10: No, that's the, that's the one I'm coming to now. So uh, I have my, I approved with the previous employer.
1: I know oh, previous employer, previous, not with the current, not em- with, not with, the, with current the current employer.
10: Correct. Can I go Who's, ahead with the downgrade? With the previous employer? Yes.
1: They are willing to go ahead. Then. Yes, you can, but there is something all, uh, is that a big employer or a small employer? Uh, they're pretty reasonable,
10: like $50 million turnover company.
1: Okay, uh, according to me, they're they a are big employer, okay.
10: So they
1: have all the you know, tax documents. Okay, So good. Nice yeah, you should put, if I, were, if, I were, if, if I were you, I would file an I-140 downgrade application. Uh, if I were you, what we, what we are offering is, we are doing the 485 in advance because we don't want to deal with people like you in September. We want to make everything ready and keep it in the closet. And once the September comes in, we just file an application on October 1st. Exactly. If you want, like if, you want if you want, if you want, if you want that service, drop an email at info.rnloggroup.com. Yeah, I did. And I have got the response and I
10: would like to go ahead with I-485 and as well as i 140
1: downgrade. you. Okay. So, then you should have a sub, there is a separate conference call we conduct only for those people though. If you did okay. not get it, we will send an email. We conduct three conference calls. It's not like the way line that you are here, There, we get a chance. You don't get a chance. There you get a chance. Okay. If oh, you were okay. not provided with the conference call, you should have the conference call information there.
10: Oh, I haven't provided. I'll talk to Leon. Sure. So the answer is I can go ahead with the downgrade process, though I'm not with the
1: previous Yes, provider. you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I do not recommend filing in premium. I would recommend filing in regular. Once we get a receipt notice, that's when you should convert into premium.
10: Sure, sure. You can take care of
1: that. Yeah. Anyway, okay, it's then. going
10: to come to you only. So,
11: thank you, thank you, then. Thank
10: you.
11: Next person, please. Vinay. Hey Rahul, uh, it is it is nice to talk to you now after a long sure. time. Uh, and my question is, I am uh, a EB1. I have my 140 approved. Uh, it took EB1C or EB1A? EB1 uh, multinational manager. Excuse EB1C, manager. okay. EB1C, yeah. okay yeah so uh, after th- almost like 3 years i got my 140 approved um mm-hmm. and uh, it was done in last june 2020 okay. and uh after, even though currently i see my priority date as current and uh, it is current almost like yeah but we did not receive any medical information uh i mean rfe for med- for, so
1: you, do, okay so your
11: 485 is still
1: pending. You just received an I-140 approval, um, and when did you file your 485 application? Though
11: it was concurrent filing, actually, uh, so it was done or almost like four years, three and a half. Four years okay. Back. So w- what is your what is your question? So I have my medical uh, done because uh, the I'm in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire, and it was difficult to get the, the appointments for kids and adults together. Okay. What We've is the your question? So can I send the medicals or do I need to wait for the uh, RFE to- if if you if you if
1: you got the medicals done right now send it right now don't hold it if you hold it for more than 60 days they are not valid okay 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 then i would send it it's called interfiling send it to the same location where you got the address of the 484 receipt no, uh, number um okay. send it to the same address okay
11: so all four i have to send it separately and each file right right
1: right, right you have to include the 485 receipt number a number okay. um and then send it to the medical to that so that it, it is attached to the file
11: okay so in, anything else we need to send other than the receipt number and the packet that i got a from number. Me- no that's it say I
1: use the word a
11: inter use the word interfiling
1: they will understand it you have to use the magic word interfiling I will put the okay. interfiling, A number, put the last name, first name, and uh, the the file number of the forage receipt number and the forage receipt number attached with it.
11: And you also will attach the medical. Okay. Interfiling. I have to write a letter, interfiling letter with all details. And... No letter. Just interfiling is the only word that you would write. On the form? Uh, I mean, on the cover, you mean? On the cover. On the,
1: on the one more extra paper, just interfiling okay
11: fine i can
9: do that i can do that thank
1: you sanya i am going to i am going to include um, i'm going to include the file guys um, okay. so that you can use that let me see if i can get that one okay can you have interfile uh, yeah before you go give me one second okay can i go ahead Give me one second, okay? Okay, sure. Uh, let me try to... I don't know where that is. Give me one minute, guys. Go ahead with the question. I'll try to include that
12: in the file. Go ahead with the question, sir. Hi, hi, Rahul. Vijit uh, here. Uh, so, uh, me and my wife both got current last October. I was an EB-2 and she was an EB-3. We decided to go independently, filing our 485s with our employers. Now, uh, this June, I have become current on EB2 and she is uh, May, 2013 on EB3. So obviously mm-hmm. she has some time. So my question was, should I add her to my AOS application? or What are the recommendations there in such situation?
1: So, so, so when you filed it, you didn't file it as if both the people are going with both, both or
12: each of you guys filed separately. Yeah, we were both primary because both our lawyers in our company said that adding each other as dependent is not recommended. So we just went primary uh, alone in both our companies, really. Oh, okay. Okay. So so right now Uh, I'm current and my wife is on EB3, which is May, 2013. Hopefully it seems it might come Uh, this fiscal year. I don't know, but should I add her to my AOS application? the transfer process you 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 can't add her right now because the final action dates
1: are not current is right
12: yeah my final action date will be is from june so i'm i'll be current in for, after first of june because i'm november 2010 eb2 and mm-hmm. uh, i'll become current in june 2021
1: yeah um yeah once the final action date becomes current you can right. definitely add her
12: to the application, right? And uh, do you uh, do you do you recommend that in general, or is that I mean, is that process uh, uh, is is it like a proper process? Oh yeah, will it stall? Oh, yeah, it's mean, will just it stall... A proper process. It's okay, so a it won't process, stall. Though. Okay, it won't stall my or because both our biometrics are done essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so it won't stall my process of in terms of me getting uh, my GC or anything like that.
1: No, sir. It won't process. Your your GC will be processed accordingly. It will not have any problem.
12: Okay. Okay. <laughs> and do I, do I need to revoke my wife's 485 in that case? No, you don't. You make it. Uh,
1: uh, let me ask you one other question. Did your wife okay. use the EAD by any chance? No,
12: no. We both are on H1 independently, mm-hmm. so okay. we, don't, we don't. We haven't received the EAD card or AP cards yet. We've
1: done okay, our biometrics yeah. though. Absolutely, you can hand up. No problem with it. Okay, okay.
13: Thank
9: you. Praveen?
1: Rahul, has the yeah. interfiling uh, document. Shall I paste it here? Yeah? Uh, yeah, I just posted it. Uh, but you yeah, posted to everybody the interfiling document.
9: Okay.
14: Yes, please.
1: Gayatri, post it for everybody, okay? Hello, sir. Uh, thank uh, you. Mr. Mr. Vinay, I'm going to post you the interfiling cover sheet, okay? For you to use it as a sample. Good
14: Praveen. Yeah, hello sir. Thank you for your service. Um, actually, uh, my wife started using the, the AOS EAD from last uh, one week because our H4 and H4ED were pending and they are expired. Um, my 140 is approved with the premium conversion as you as you said I requested for premium and it got approved. Um, so my attorney is saying, like in case if the H4 and H4 EAD gets approved, um, she has to use the H4 EAD again. And the problem is even if it is approved it will be only until end of october because my current one is valid until end of october so So he's telling that
1: he's telling that the adjustment of status EAD is not valid if the h4 ead is approved
14: yeah she's saying that like uh, she has to use the h4 ead and that's not right. that's not right that's not right if she if she wants to use the aoyacid she has to leave the country and enter again on parole. You know, Not, not correct. That is not correct. That last action rule is not applicable in this case. Okay. Yeah, she said okay. the last action rule uh, because it's of, not applicable yes. in this. It's not applicable in this case. Okay, but she's very um, strict on that. Like she's asking me to uh, follow that. Like she said, well, like that, if you want.
1: So the employer, the employer is telling to follow on it?
14: Yeah, actually she her is employer? the employer. Yes. Her employer. No, we
1: uh, well, we no, don't have employer... much option. Her employer is
14: asking or not? No, her employer is not saying anything. Only our, I mean, I'm the principal applicant and my wife is derivative. So my... So what is your question? What is your question to me? So my question is like, does she need to leave uh, out of country? I don't, no, she doesn't have to. Okay. Okay.
1: So she can continue work on
14: the... She She can can continue
1: work on the... Yes.
14: Thank you. Thank you Sunita.
13: Good morning. Good morning, Rahul. Uh, uh, This question is regarding my sister. My sister currently is in India. Last year she went to India and uh, she has approved I-140 and her uh, date is current, like her final action date is current because her priority date is in September 2010. But uh, last year during COVID she went to India and uh, then right now, like uh, because of the travel ban uh, and she's also not finding employers who are able to sponsor H1 because of this situation. So like, uh, and she's not uh, currently with our employer who sponsored her I-140. So, but she's in touch with them. Uh, they said that they will only um, like, you know, do adjustment of status if uh, uh, if, uh, uh, like she's working for them. But the thing is that she does not have a, a, a H1. So like, is it better to come on H1 uh, and do adjustment of status or is it better to come for console processing? Because currently they're uh, currently like... Um,
1: wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. You're telling that? She's is not working with the current employer. Is the current employer willing to cooperate on the consular processing?
13: Um, we still did not talk about it because uh, uh, we wanted to come back on H-1. She like we, we well, want. I know. To-
1: I know. So, so what you can do is you can convert the I-140 into consular processing. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. While the process is going on, you can. She can always come here on H-1B and file a 485 application. So she will have both benefits. If in case, if this travel ban goes for a long period of time, and we don't know when she's going to get a job offer to come into the H-1B, she can do the counselor processing and come back. If by any chance she comes here into United States and she's on here, she can file the adjustment of status. Just because you did the counselor processing doesn't mean that you can't do 485. You can do 485 also.
13: Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, th- thank you.
15: Next question, uh, Hi, Rahul. Thank you to taking a call. Sure. sure, go ahead. Yes. Uh, so I've changed uh, my employer. I mean, I did not change my employer, but my company was acquired. I was at location A and they filed the 140. Then I moved to location B and at that point my company was acquired by another big company. And mm-hmm. I'm also now has been asked to relocate to location C. So the question is, are the company, uh, latest company, they are filing the successor of interest and mm-hmm. followed by that. It looks like they will do amendment for 140. So the question is, do they have to start over POM in my case? Because my original LCA a POM location is different from location two and three that I'm going to go to.
1: Um, do you know that they are filing an i140 for you
15: right now amendment uh, they are in the process of filing the successor of interest which they are waiting for approval and uh,
1: so in, when you say successor of interest you mean to say i140 no
15: like i heard that company has to file successor of interest in generic
1: there is no suc- there is no successor of they just need to sign an affidavit saying it's a success of interest though. Um, Coming to the point though, um, does the company has still the branch office or anything in location A or they don't?
15: I was working at a vendor location and nearby. Oh, Yours is a consulting company? Yeah, mine is a consulting company. So A,
1: B, C locations are all uh, end client locations.
15: Uh, a, B, C, yes. Okay. So, um,
1: and yeah, then normally consulting companies put a provision in the labor certification saying that you could be working at any unanticipated locations though. They're not, they normally don't like to stick with only one location. That's what all consulting company lawyers do though. Most probably, 99% of the time, it's in there. If that's the case, you can keep on moving to A to Z it doesn't matter. You'll still get the drink card. They don't have to okay. file another form.
15: Okay. Got it. Doug. So uh, I have one more question, but uh, my spouse, she's also on H1B Uh and uh, they are, the new company did not refile her 140. She has old 140, but uh, at what point should I include her in my 485 if my date comes current? So should I she's go my case and, later on or should has to be you didn't, you didn't file the 485 as of now yet is right? No, no, I did not file. I'm just saying in October uh, when, when, when it becomes
1: current you, she, your lawyer automatically tells to include her in the 485 application unless you tell the lawyer not to include her. The lawyer will include her.
15: Okay. Yeah, she is okay. an H-1B. She's not my dependent right Doesn't now. Doesn't matter. She can be an okay.
1: F-1 she can be an H-1B. She can be an L-1. She can be an O-1, P-1, Q-1. Uh, except J1s, which have a problem, Uh, all other things are fine. Okay? Got it. Thanks, Rahul. Next, She doesn't have to be independent on you. I'll take the next two callers, guys. It's 12 o'clock.
9: Gitanjali, Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Um, My question is regarding the H4 and H4 EAD extension. Um, Uh, Just before
1: you go, Gitanjali, Vinay, Vinay Pulela, I put an interfiling document in the chat. Please get it, okay? Go ahead, Gitanjali. sorry.
9: Yeah. So, yeah, my receipt date is on uh, March 17th, 2021. Uh, this H-4 and H-4EA receipt date. And my visa is going to expire on October 4th. So, what is the fast, uh, faster way of getting the visa approvals? So, I, I know that there is no faster way, but uh, what can we do? So, so, we have some options like going to land bo- land border for I-94 extension and refiling the H4 EAD yes. or going to Mexico for stamping the for H4 and waiting for the H4 EAD to get?
1: Uh, first is you go to the land border, you come back. You only have I-94 until October of 2021. Uh, so that option is yes. out. The second mm-hmm. option is that you go to Mexico, get the stamping and come back. Mm-hmm. And right now the stampings are not available until November of 2021. So that option is out for you, too, right now. Uh, the third option is that um, we spoke with the lawyers of the USCIS. They told us yesterday, because mm-hmm. we file a lot of cases against them, right? They told us yesterday their target is, by September 30th, mm-hmm. they will uh, they will be adjudicating the H-4 within six months. I don't know whether to trust them or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see your face, um, but um, that is yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't trust them either. That's what I told uh-huh. my young lawyer. like don't trust it. But but right now there is nothing there to expedite. Hopefully so, since your biometrics are remote right now, we don't you mm-hmm. don't have to go to biometrics. Uh, mm-hmm. You should be adjudicated faster. But there is nothing I can suggest you extra at this point of time. Uh-huh.
9: Uh, the question I have for the first option is like going for land border thing. Uh, I'll be getting the I-94 extension till my no, husband has. No,
3: ready.
1: no, no, He's
8: having till uh, 2024. No,
1: that is, that is not right. That is not right. We have mm-hmm. seen in one or two instances okay. that they give it to you. Normally mm-hmm. they don't give it to you mm-hmm. until they ha- your husband's H1B expires. That is not so right.
9: Oh, really? So, should I leave the country when my visa expires in October fourth this year?
1: Then you can't come back without visa.
9: Yeah. Should I? Should I be leaving the country? Is it legal to stay in the country?
1: Le- oh, absolutely. After October, can you legally stay in this country? Yes. Oh, yeah. You're completely legal to stay in this country. No problem with it. The only and, problem is you cannot can work? work. But you can. Okay.
9: No, you cannot I work. Cannot. Okay, okay.
16: Next person. Yeah. Please.
9: Thank you so much.
16: Uh, good afternoon, uh, Raul, sir. I'm a client of yours, but I don't know the other Zoom, so I'm on this call. Uh, and my question is, I have a EB2 priority date of uh, September, 11, uh, September 16, 2011. I did not do the, e, the EB3 downgrade, uh, but uh, later on, I did the EB3 downgrade. In, in the month of February. So my date is current. So I'm just uh, wondering, uh, should I, if I want, if I decide to stay on EB2, what will happen to my EB3 that I filed? Oh, well, we just made some money on you. It will still be there. It will still and be there. I, you can still use it. And uh, if I don't do any EB, if I don't at all use EB3, there will be no any adverse impact, right, sir? No it will not
1: have any adverse impact you have EB2 and EB3 both of them approved right now so if you don't no, EB3 the is not
16: approved EB3 is not approved and my employer is, not, is like I'm trying to convince him to do premium they are not willing to do premium so that is where I am like hard and a rock I condition. got the point I got the point so if so you're telling that if the priority moves for EB2 you want to file in
1: EB2 Correct sorry. what will mean. happen what will happen to EB3 nothing will happen it it just gets adjudicated accordingly it will not create any problem for your Forex application because the EB3 is
12: pending
16: or approved. Okay. So, okay. Thank you, sir. Have a nice afternoon.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Shri Vidya? Sorry. Vidya. you know, sometimes it's not us guys who does all these things, not downgrading when the client tells us we have to go with them. I mean, we don't have an option. If the client tells us not file the downgrade, we don't have an option. We can't undercut them and go to the employees and do the downgrading uh, for the people though. Yeah, do we advise the employers to do downgrade? Yes, we do, yes we do, but it's their option. Um, Next person, please. Uh, This will be the last caller, yeah.
17: Thank you so much, Rahul, for the opportunity. And we had consulted with you earlier. Uh, following your advice, uh, we completed our six-year six term and we are currently in India. Our I-140 has been approved. Uh, it's been three weeks now. And so the options for us to get back is, is, you know the one is we know that we have to resurrect the H-1B with the current employee. Is that the only option? Or can we look for the new employers, uh, you know, for our H-1B for us to get back? Do you
1: have have any kids who are born in USA? Not
17: at the moment,
1: no. Yikes, okay. Not at the moment, okay. Um, uh, Technically, you don't have to come back with the same employer. Any employer can file an uh, H-1B, even though that I-140 is not, does not belong to uh, to the new company, they can still file a H-1B using the other company's I-140. But one thing I want you to watch is that that the existing company can withdraw the I-140 at any time. If they withdraw within six months, though, then you would not be able to use it. If they don't withdraw within six months, then that belongs to your husband. So
17: for us, so we can thread on caution and stick to the current employer and that would be our best approach,
1: right? Yeah. If you, if you think so, they're, if they find out that your husband is working for a different company, there's a good chance that they may withdraw the I-140, which you don't want to take the chance right now.
17: Certainly. So, and the second question is, are there any caution pointers that, you know, if you have to file the H-1 right now, the resurrecting, should it be in the premium processing or what is the fastest way to get there?
1: Of course, premium processing, no doubt about it. Okay.
17: okay. And uh, as far as I-1, I mean, any other pointers that we have to consider for filing i 485
1: or something right now it's true uh, w- what is your priority date i mean your your priority date is 2020 20 or 21 um yeah i'll be very surprised if it comes to 2020 though um well you never know it may uh, i went wrong many times um in that case you are still better off sticking with the current company rather than moving to a different company
17: Okay. And is it too early to start my H4 EAD with you? Or, uh, you know, can we... No, initiate- no,
1: you can't. No, you cannot initiate H4 EAD right now. You have to be in the country to initiate the H4 EAD. When you come here on H4, that's the only time you can file the EAD.
17: Okay. So, we'll, so our best bet is to wait for this employer and get the H1 and get there. That's right, ma'am. Thank Next you so scholar,
1: much. And, Thank okay. you, ma'am. Next caller and the last caller, guys.
5: Vipin. Um yeah, thank you for giving me the chance. Uh I thought I would not be able to talk to you. Thanks. Um uh, so basically my question is I am currently stuck in India. Like uh, I came to India like for stamping and I don't have my visa stamp for H1B. Uh now the thing is my company I, I'm also getting rolled off from the current project. So basically to get into the new project, my, my project is they are willing to get me. They want me to get, but uh will they be will my company be able to file the H1B? Directly from India for the US project. Um,
1: you you had a H one B before, is it right?
5: Yeah, yeah, I I have the H one B which is still valid for the uh, previous project or the current project until December. I got the party. So what you're te- what you're telling is that
1: you're going to join Coca Cola company since you're from Pepsi. You're going to have Coca Cola as the end client. Can your company file a H one B while you're sitting and working? for the Coca-Cola while you're in India? Is that a question? Absolutely, they can. Nothing wrong with it.
5: Yeah, I mean, you're I'm a... in the payroll of US. Uh, my company is paying me in
1: the US uh, well, payroll. I, and... That that part is a little bit uh, itchy part about it. Some accountants have to deal with it. As far as the immigration is concerned, are you doing any violation? Do they need to file an amendment? No, they don't need to file an amendment. Can they file a H-1B with the consular processing? Yes, they can.
5: This for, for a new client, right? For the new project, they can file absolutely they can and absolutely. And basically, I have to. I do. I need to wait until they file the uh, visa means petition. No, no, being no. In India, you can start
1: can working immediately since you're working. in India. You since you're in India, you don't come under immigration laws of the United States. You can start working immediately. Okay.
5: Okay. One more question. Like you know, I'm also checking because my company is uh, posing a lot of problems with the tax and other things. So I'm also checking with the other companies directly in USA to like, they're ready to hire me Uh, and let's say they hire me and they do not have any office in India. Can they directly process my H1B from there? I being in India? Yeah, Yeah,
1: they can. They can. Okay. Okay. Next, next, I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you guys for coming. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube session today from five to six o'clock.